0: Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Stump Mike IQ. You're joining me, Kartik Ayer, as we continue with our round 1 matchups. If you missed our first two episodes, I would recommend that you check them out first. However, if you want to continue with this one, here's our quiz master, Gaurav Sundaraman, to explain the rules to you. How the quiz is going to
1: work is it's a simple uh, 10 questions uh, quiz. Uh, we're going to ask 5 questions on one topic which the candidate chooses, whatever they like their strength uh, or uh, something which they, uh, uh, which is close to their heart and the
0: other one is a five uh, question general cricket around. If I am a contestant in the quiz and I am not but if I am I get to choose say Ricky Ponting and that works Absolutely anything you can even choose uh, India-Pakistan 1996
1: World Cup uh, 40th to 50th over and I will set questions
0: based on that Oh, awesome. That's a, that sounds like a lot of fun. Now tell me, there are 28 of us who are going to be participating in this quiz. So, how are we going to reach that one winner? From 28, we're going to make it 14. From 14 to
1: 7, and then we'll have one lucky loser of round 2. And that makes it uh, quarter-finalist
0: and then you'll have semi-finalists and one single winner. The stump, Mike, IQ champion of the inaugural season. Awesome. That that sounds like a lot of fun. Now I have just one last question, G Stats. In case of a tie, what are you going to do? So we will have inbuilt tiebreakers. Uh, we have two
1: questions from the five uh, chosen topic to be slightly tougher, and every set will have uh, two questions like that. So in case of a tie, we will go back to see uh, who has answered those tough questions and we will break the tie and in case even if that is
0: equal, then obviously I have tie break questions uh, to ask, test them on. And One final question, how is the standard of your questions going to be? Can I answer them, can our listeners answer them or is it going to be too tough for all of us?
1: Absolutely not, this is a a quiz which is uh, also meant for people to learn and understand about uh, the various uh, uh, aspects of the history of cricket and uh, what they are watching so Uh, If you don't understand the question, I guarantee you, you will understand the answer and you'll
0: be like, oh man, I just missed it. In today's episode, we have an early Ashes Clash, which puts down the marker, followed by a low-scoring thriller. Our last matchup in this episode showed quality, well-thought-out quizzing by a contestant. Stay tuned, Stump Mike IQ is coming right up. So we're going ashes in this matchup on Stump Mike IQ. And from Melbourne, wearing the baggy green, or not, and possibly with some tricks in the pockets of his trousers, is Daniel Brettig! Hey, Dad. Hey, how's it going? Good, good, good. And of course, you know beforehand who your opponent is. So if you hear Jerusalem in the background, listener, please do not switch because we are in for a banger from London, the test captain who England missed out on Andrew Miller!
2: Well hello there, let's get ready to rumble (laughs)
0: Let's get ready to rumble indeed. So you guys know the drill. This is a round one contest of stump pack IQ between Daniel Bredig and Andrew Miller. It's an Ashes contest. It's Australia versus England. We're going to start with you, Andrew, with your specialist subject, which is?
2: It is uh, England test cricket in the 1990s. Dan, you have gone
0: for a rather similar subject as well, haven't you?
3: Yes, I've gone for uh, Ashes test matches of the 1990s. So uh, yes, my... uh... My enjoyment of this is that either way, England lose. <laughs>
2: <laughs> awesome. no, might, he's gone for a, a worryingly narrow range there. I think I think I've been I've been diddled in in, in the setup here, but uh,
0: see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Because if it's narrow, the questions are going to be harder. And the man who sets the questions is our quiz master of Sundaraman. G-Stats, over to you.
1: Great. I was looking forward to this because I had a lot of fun in setting the questions. There were some questions which I looked for Dan and I quickly flipped it over to Miller because I just felt that uh, that might be uh, more suited for him. So let's get going, Miller. Pretty straightforward. Uh, Take your time. Think, too, there might be some tricks in the question, but uh, I think you should be able to crack them having covered covered so much cricket. So first question. uh, In the entire 90s, 59 players made their test debut for England. Who holds the record for the highest score on debut during this period?
2: Oh, good one. Now then. So I'm trying to think of players who, who got centuries on debut. Graham Thorpe definitely got a century on debut. Um, can't think of many others, to be perfectly honest. Uh, Thorpe might be my best shout here. Um, I'm, I, don't, I can't recall many debut hundreds. so I'm going to go Graham Thorpe.
1: Perfect Yeah, Off the mark, there aren't many debut hundreds. I think Thorpe is the only one. Good one there. Off the mark, Miller. Your second one, another simple one, but tricky one. How many test captains did England have in the 90s?
2: Oh, right. And then So started off with Graham Gooch and Alan Lamb. So he snuck in there. Uh, then we went across to Mike Atherton with a bit of Alex Stewart mixed in. Um, then we would have had uh, Nasser Hussain's... For oh, anyone else, Athers came back for a test, but actually that was in 2001, so that's out of, out of the range. Um, so Gooch, Lamb, Stuart Atherton, Hussain, are there any other?
0: No. I'm going to press you for an answer, Miller.
2: I'll say five.
0: Are you sure about that?
2: No, I'm not. I'm not missing someone, aren't I?
1: Unfortunately, Stats Guru tells me it is six. Mark Butcher has one test oh, in
2: 1999. Damn, I thought he. I thought he was in 2001. Oh damn it's, it! Ironic, you missed Butch. Uh, yeah, I thought uh, about yeah. him. I thought about him. So
0: when Butch spends a lot of time with Miller on the Switch It podcast, this is going to come <laughs> up very, very <laughs> soon. Funny
2: enough, funny enough, we were talking about it only the other day because we're going to we're going to talk about standing captains uh, in the next podcast because obviously Stokes has had to do it. So, mm. Ah, curses
1: butch captained in 1999
2: of course he did because so, he was in the run of terrible form I knew that damn it next one
1: this is again this should be relatively straightforward easy one for you who were Shane Wan's victims during his hat trick
2: victims during his hat trick so Devin Malcolm for sure Darren Goff I'm pretty certain and was it Phil De Freitas?
1: yeah perfect spot on that is Goff, uh, Malcolm and Diffredas now for your two toughies your two star questions the first one There are only, you can, I'll repeat it if you want to, slightly longish question. There are only two members in this exclusive list in history of Test cricket. Both are from England. One player achieved this feat in 1979 against Australia at Perth, while the other did so in 1999. If you know the feat, you will know the cricketer for sure, okay? I'm not giving you the feat. All you need to tell me is who is this cricketer from the 90s who achieved this feat? Oh, that was brilliant! That's very quick.
2: The feat is 99 not out. The other bo- other player be be um, uh, boycott is my uh, brilliant certain answer, guess. Miller.
1: That was a slightly tough one, and uh, England have a uh, England are on top of an exclusive list in this. So that's a great answer. That's Alex Tudor. Uh, by any chance, uh, uh, did you watch that game, or do you have? I uh, did.
2: Yeah, yeah, oh. I, I watched it. As, I, I, was, I was just before I started my career a bit terrifying. I was two two years out from from actually getting a job in cricket, but uh, yeah, I watched every ball of it. It was a horrific test match.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Another uh, last of your toughies. Uh, Again, tough. I felt it's tough. I don't know how it is for you. England's Tour of India in 1993 was a huge disaster, and they lost 3-0. Which England bowler was the leading wicket-taker in that series? Graham Hick. Brilliant. Looks like you know oh. this and, and he was
2: also there. the leading run scorer and the leading catcher as well.
1: Perfect. Ooh. It was a slightly trick question. I thought you'd go for the bowler. You know your trivia. You know your English history.
0: Well done,
2: I uh, books. I believe it. Yeah.
0: I, yeah. I honestly can't believe the only question Miller has got wrong is on Mark Butcher. Like, ah, yeah, but, but, but that's an extremely impressive performance with four out of five, including the two-star
3: questions. Dan, the pressure's on, it. Eh? Absolutely. Although, I, yeah, I, I dare say switch hit will never th- be the same again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dan, how Thank many questions so. did you know the answers for in that set? Uh,
3: look, I would have, I think I would have struggled maybe with the Graham Hick one, just on the basis that I remember he did, I, I seem to have a memory that he, Took a few wickets on the tour, but I think I would have fought my own kind of, you know, sense of the ridiculous to think he actually topped the bowling averages or the, the bowling aggregates. I really thought um, we were heading
2: towards Richard Blakey there as well. That was- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: and, and then um, uh, in terms of the other ones, uh, yeah, England captains. I actually, once I was struggling to get to, you know, work through all the names. But when there was only one left, I was, yeah, I was pretty sure it was Butch. I
1: thought Lamb was the tricky one. He's not captain too much, Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah. Okay, uh, let's start with uh, uh, Dan's uh, questions. It's gonna be a tight one, I'm um, guessing. So Dan, here you go. Your first simple question. Two Australians scored their debut centuries in Ashes tests in the 90s. If one of them was Mark Waugh, who was the other? South Australian uh, compatriot, Greg Blewett. Perfect, your second question. If Billy Bates was the first Englishman to achieve this particular feat, who was the equivalent English uh, player to achieve this feat in the 90s? In fact, this feat was achieved only almost after the century.
3: Ooh, interesting. Um, Is this uh, to be dismissed, handle the ball after scoring a century? Oh, no, it's not that
1: deep, Dan. It's pretty straightforward. It's actually hat by Englishmen in Ashes Test. Yes, right. So Eng- yes. England didn't have a hat-trick in Ashes Test, I think, since
3: 1899. hmm And so- Darren Goff at the SCG in January 99.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to your next question. When Glenn Magrath took eight wickets for 38 at Lords, who took the other two wickets?
3: Paul Rifle, I think.
1: Perfect. Paul Rifle, it is straightforward. Now coming to your two-star questions. These are both slightly long questions. Just hear them carefully and go for it. I was chosen for the 1990-91 Ashes Tour and had to wait until 1993 for my test debut. I played two Ashes tests that season and then I was dropped. I earned a shock recall to the test squad in 2003 when I was 34. I took a wicket with my second ball at Headingley. Who am I?
3: Martin Picknell.
1: Brilliant. That's a good one. I thought this would get past you. Miller was
2: hoping that this would get past you, <laughs> right, Miller? Damn right I was. <laughs> I, I knew that That's the moment a- you moment you got to 93. Look, how could
3: how could I how could I forget someone who was smacked all over the gabba by Dean Jones? <laughs> this this looks
1: like it's going down to the wire. The next the final star question for you, Dan. Again, longest question. The ninety-three Ashes saw twenty-four players play for England occur six tests including seven debutants one of them being this person whom i'm referring to i as a youngster modeled my action on sir richard hadley and commenting on a move i made in the late 80s ken rutherford said he slipped to the net and given our lack of depth we can't afford to lose players like him whom am i talking about
3: i dare say you're talking about andrew Caddick. yes you are he was born in new zealand this is like going
2: like down to the wire as expected those are so much Starful. easier than my ones really
0: <laughs> <laughs> you both have uh, four out of five in your in your specialist subject round including two star questions eat. so there is literally nothing to separate it will be a one inning shootout which is the general knowledge round at this point miller because you started off uh the quiz i'm going to ask you to leave the call for a few minutes Uh, we'll get Dan to answer his general knowledge and you'll get the same questions when you get back on the call. All right, so we have Dan. He's got four out of five in the opening round of Stump Mic IQ. Dan, now it's time for five questions on general knowledge set to you by Gaurav Sundaraman. Take it away, man. All right, great. So now this is not your specialist topic. This is where it uh,
1: gets uh, slightly harder. So your first question, Dan, is uh, with respect to World Cup cricket. Two bowlers have bowled the last ball of a World Cup and the first ball of the next World Cup. They bowl the last ball of a particular World Cup edition and they bowl the first ball of the next World Cup. You need to tell me who are these two bowlers.
3: Um, Craig McDermott would be one because he bowled the last ball of 87 and the first of 92. Perfect. And... 0.5 there. Yep. And... Do I get any clues?
1: No, because it's not too many uh, World Cups to go past. So if I give you the clue, you're going to get the answer. So I, sorry, I don't have a
3: clue for this. No worries. Um, I'm, I'll, you can hedge with something. All right. I'll, uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, Did did Marvin Lal ball the last ball in 83 and the first ball in 87?
1: Oh, unfortunately, that's wrong. It's actually yeah. Nuan Kulasekara who bowled the last ball in 2011 uh, and the yeah. first ball in 2015 that went past you. You still get 0.5 for that. Okay, this is again another uh, tricky one. If it's Charles Bannerman in tests, Aaron Finch in T20Is, who holds the same record in ODI? So Charles Bannerman holds the record in tests, Aaron Finch in T20Is. I'm sure you know what the record what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You just need to tell me who holds the record in ODI.
3: Hmm. record in ODI's would be.
1: If you want a, a clue, I can give one for this.
3: Okay. What's your clue?
1: The clue. This happened in the 80s. Do you know what the what am I what I'm talking about?
3: Higher score as a percentage of the total, perhaps Capel Dev in 1983. Oh, good one. Kapil Dev is second. You got okay.
1: almost there. It's Vivian Richards when he scored 181. Yeah. Uh, against Sri Lanka or England, I think. So, tough one there. Your next question. I think this is fairly straightforward. Which cricketer has played the most number of T20 internationals? Um,
3: see, the, these sorts of these sorts of questions I, I actually struggle with
2: a this lot.
1: Is the little only bit. T20, <laughs> this is the only T20 question I have.
3: Okay. Okay. Um, let, let's, uh, most number of 2020 internationals. Um, internationals,
1: not 2020 cricket, so. Yeah, not domestic,
3: not domestic tournaments. Um, uh, Angela Matthews? Oh, no, it's actually Shoaib Malik,
1: who's been yeah. around for so long and uh, he's played. Now for your two star questions. Who was the record for the highest individual score on Test Debut?
3: Is it still R.E. Foster, 210?
1: Perfect. It is R.E. Foster, but not 210. It's still 87, which okay. was broken by Ross Taylor, which is still the highest score, I think, by a Westing batsman in um, Australia. Okay. So good stuff there. you got a toughie. Uh, you remember your cricket history. Your last one, again, slightly tough one, but if you, it's slightly workoutable. There were three South African debutants in the first game of the 1992 World Cup against Australia. So obviously they came back and... There were three debutants in that game. Two Mm -hmm. of them were John T. Rhodes and Merrick Pringle. Who was the
3: third? Oh, who hadn't played played in that series they had in India beforehand, I guess. Yeah. Um, Was it Hansi Kronje?
1: Brilliant, Dan. That's a tough one, I thought, and you got it. It is Hansi Kronje. You finished on a high. You've got both your star questions right. And uh, How much does Miller need, Aya?
0: So uh, Dan has got two point five. It was a shaky start there. He just got mm. half out of the first three. But then he's got all four star questions right, uh, in, in both the rounds. So he's got eight total. Dan has a total of six point five, which is, as it stands, the highest we've ever had in stuff mic IQ in all the episodes so far. So Miller's gonna all have right. a cha- he's gonna have a challenge on his hands. Miller needs three three outright to get it. So we'll get Miller back on the call. But well done, Dan. I thought it was getting a bit shaky over there for a minute.
3: Yeah, I had to had had to bring it home um had uh, yeah a, a little well you know the the the, the middle overs can trip mm. people up you know <laughs> you get you, you concentrate again at the end of an innings Miller, welcome back to stump Mike iq
0: dan had a shaky middle over there but he ended extremely well to score 2.5 in his general knowledge round 2. including 5. 2.5 you, you'll get to know why soon um, controversial <laughs> 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 it, but he did get two of his star questions right, so that means he has all four star questions. He's got a hundred percent record on star questions, which also means that you need a minimum score of three to beat that in this all round. All right.
2: Okay. Okay. So, so,
0: so your five general knowledge questions start now. G Stats, take it away. So
1: Miller, let's see if you can repeat England's heroics in the World Cup final. So. Your mm. first question is, two bowlers have bowled the last ball of a World Cup edition and the first ball of the next World Cup. I want you to tell me who these two bowlers are.
2: Right. Last ball of one, first ball of the next. So, I'm absolutely stumped as where well to begin with this one.
0: Uh... So, you might have guessed by now, but if you get one right, you get half a point. So. Yes, yeah, so I'm yeah. saying
2: that now. I'm going to have to say Glenn McGrath, just because he's the likely type of chap who would do such a thing. And the other one, how about, what? let's go way back to someone. Let's go Glen McGrath and Joel Garner.
1: I'm afraid both are wrong. It's actually yeah. Craig McDermott in the 87 final. He opened the bowling for the, uh, 19, the 92 final against New Zealand. And Noan Kulasekara, who bowled the 2011 final and opened the mm. 2015 final. Fair so enough. those are the two. Tough one there. Second question, uh, you can think and answer. If it is Charles Bannerman in Tus. Alan Finch in T20Is. Who holds a similar record in ODIs?
2: So, it's the highest percentage of innings, presumably. Yes. Yeah. So...
1: I gave that a clue. Do you want a clue?
2: Well, I'm, I'm, I mean, I guess... I mean, when you score 258, that's got to be a pretty high percentage. Um, I mean, although it's either really high or very low, isn't it? Someone may have got 50 out of 80, isn't it? Um, ah, now then... I reckon it's probably Viv Richards at Old Trafford 84.
1: Yes, it is Viv Richards, Uh, that's a good one. So you've got one out of the three. Your next question is on your favorite topic, T20s. Which cricketer has played the most number of T20 internationals? Pretty straightforward, which cricketer has played the most number of T20 internationals, not
2: domestic? Internationals, right. He's just been there forever. Hard to look beyond someone like Dhoni.
1: Oh, uh, that's not the right answer. It is Shoaib Malik. God. (laughs) Who's who's been there forever since
2: 1999. Yeah, hasn't he, Josh? Yeah, blimey. Gaurav,
0: at this stage, a tie is off the table. There are two star questions to go, and Miller needs both correct to beat Dan Bredic.
2: Wow. Okay, here we go. Here you go,
1: Miller. Who holds the record for the highest individual score on Test cricket debut?
2: Highest individual score on Test Cricket debut. Oh, this is a toffee. I've got a name in mind. I just don't know whether it's whether it's the right way to go. I want to say Lawrence Rowe, and I just don't know whether that's... Is that your final answer? In for a penny, Lawrence Rowe.
1: I'm afraid he did have a double hundred on debut, if I'm correct, but there's a guy called Veggie Foster who scored 287 on debut. Uh, that's still the record, uh, uh, which holds good even now. Your last question, uh, Miller, just to finish it up. There were three South African debutants in the first game of the 1992 World Cup against Australia. Two of them were John T. Rhodes and Merrick Pringle. Who was the third?
2: Three South African debutants in the first game of the 92 World Cup. Uh, John T. Rhodes, Merrick Pringle. Not it really matters, but let's go Andrew Hudson.
1: Oh, no, it's Hansi Cronje actually started oh, really? playing uh, a game against India. And yeah, uh, yeah Anticone,
0: it So Just out, yeah, peace it out man. Dan started shakily in his uh, Miller when he was having his general knowledge questions. He didn't get, he got half a point in the first three, but it seems like he has run away with it in with those star questions. He got both those correct. And he's also got a score of 6.5, which is the highest that we've had so far over, over all the matchups. So well done, Dan. Miller, you put in a powerhouse of a performance in your <laughs> specialist subject, but I think the general knowledge just stripped you up a bit there.
2: Yeah, I'm still, so so spitting tacks about Butch. I even, thought, I even thought about it. Thought about it might have made the difference.
0: Well done, well done, guys. So it finishes with Miller on five points, Daniel Dan Reddick with six point five. Congratulations, Dan. You're through to round two. Commiserations, Miller, but you put in an excellent performance as well. Thank you so much, G Stats. We'll see you next time on Stump Mike IQ. So in today's matchup on Stump Mike IQ, we have got a contestant who's usually the one second dying on the desk. He's usually the one fact-checking. He's in charge of quality control at Crick Info. I
4: give you Hemant
0: Braaar. Hey Hemant.
4: Hi Gaurav, how are you? Hi hey, Karthik, how are you? <laughs> fact check bad.
0: Like you, you, you get the first thing
4: wrong. You know
0: that Hemant, you just did that. Okay, and uh, the voice you heard in the background, he is Haman's opponent, and he has been here once before, but it didn't really work out too well. Today, it could be V V for Victorious. It could be V for Vanquish as well. But one thing we do know, it is V for Varun Shetty!
5: Hey, Karthik. I, I, I mean, uh, at least I've got your name right to start. Uh, <laughs> I usually don't get much else right on these things. Uh, I'm just waiting to be pitted against Gaurav, who is, uh, I'm sure, waiting to run circles around me.
0: It will be Hemant who will be answering questions first because we're going in alphabetical order. Hemant, what specialist subject have you chosen?
4: Uh, so I've chosen test cricket in the last 50 years and specifically for India.
0: Okay, so Indian test cricket over the last 50 years and Varun, you have gone with... I have gone
5: with the IPL. Uh, it was the first thing that I could think of, honestly, uh, when, uh, I mean, I think I should let the secret out that I was really forced to be on this quiz. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <but laughs> I thought of what I could possibly know about and uh, all my uh, my sad RCB memories were the first to flood the front of my head. So I picked the IPL. Let's see how that works out for me.
0: Awesome. So let's see what Quizmaster gaurav Sundaraman has in store for the both of y'all. Gaurav, first up is hemant he's all yours
1: great hey, nice having you guys here uh, it's uh, it's going to be a fun quiz and uh, for, for if you've heard the previous episodes or uh, if you've not uh, karthik will vouch the questions are not uh, very uh, out of reach we've had some very uh, good scores uh, and very close contests actually, very close contests. Uh, so, Heyvanda, I'm starting with you. Pretty straightforward, your first question. Rohit Sharma was supposed to make his test debut in 2010 against South Africa, right? And a last-minute injury happened. Who replaced Rohit Sharma? Uh,
4: okay, let me think. All I remember is Rohit Sharma just injured himself. Mm, was it Badrinath?
1: Uh, very good guess. Badrinath also made his debut, but he replaced Yuvraj Singh. The last-minute call-up was Vidiman Saha, who came and had to debut instead of Rohit Sharma for that test. So Badrinath and Saha were debutants, but it was um, Saha who was the last-minute replacement. T- uh, tough miss there. Your next question is slightly um, tricky, but I think if you know your Indian history, uh, you should be able to get it. So we all know Hirvani took 16 wickets on debut, right? So Narinder Hivani took 16 wickets on debut. There were two more debutants in that game. One was WV e. Raman, who went on to play about 10 to, uh, I think, 11 tests for India. And there was another player who played only one test. And this was the only test. He was a very prolific Ranji uh, run-getter in first-class cricket. He averages over in excess of 50. He played only one test, and which was this. Who is this player? In excess of? It could be even, I think it's excess of 55 closing towards 60. He has one of the highest first class averages for India, but he played only one test. This was in KP. It's a much uh, famous name, Ajay Sharma. Ah. (laughs) Okay, your next question. At which venue has India won most tests in this 50 years which you've chosen?
4: Really haven't done my homework. (laughs) Mm, I'll go with the Eden Gardens.
1: Again, I'm afraid you're wrong. It's Chepok Chennai. They won, I think, 13 in this period. These were your so-called easy questions, Hemant. It's okay. You can still get your two uh, star questions. Uh, Think and answer again. So in the list of most away wins for India in test cricket, Rahul Dravid tops the list with 24 away wins. So he's been part of 24 away wins. There are three players in second place tied at 20 wins each. Okay, so Dravid is 124 away. The three players tied on 20 wins each. Two of them are Sachin and Lakshman. Tell me who's the third person who's tied with these two.
4: Uh-huh.
1: So obviously there are some factors which you need to take into account to try to arrive at a logical guess. Uh, it's away wins. And he's been part of 20 wins. Uh, Again, uh, you should have looked for more, uh, somebody who's been there for more longer than Virat Kohli in India's test team. It is this era. Virat is, I think, uh, 16 or 17. This is actually Ishan Sharma, who's actually been part of 20 away wins, which not many would be aware of, since he's been playing for so long. Okay, your last question. So, India rarely uh, lost at home, okay, in this, uh, especially in this period. Only once Uh, In this whole 50 years, they have lost a test match at home when a single player scored a double hundred. At home, a player scored a double century and still India lost. It's happened only once. I just want you to tell me the player. If you want, I will give you a clue. It's post-2000. I'll make it even more simpler. It's between 2000 and 2010. Name the player who who scored a double century at home and India still managed to lose that test.
4: Go with Pujara. 2000
1: to 2010. Yeah, it's not Pujara. He made his debut only in um, uh, 2010. The answer is Sehwag. Sevag was the only guy who used to score a lot of double centuries that time. He scored 201 against Pakistan in Bangalore, and uh, uh, India still lost that test.
4: Yeah, it was was a blowout there. What happened, here, Uh I think uh, my second guesses for the first two questions would have been Saha and Ajay Sharma. I was confused and went mm-hmm. with uh, Nath and I thought maybe uh, a weekend keeper couldn't have come, and, come in for Rohit. And uh, I went with Badri, and I was confused with Amarjit KP and uh, Ajay Sharma, so yeah.
0: Well, sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles. Varun, now for you, there are two ways of looking at that performances by Amanthe. A, you can probably be extremely thrilled that even if you score one, you'll be leading going into the general knowledge round. B, it also shows the calibre of questions that Gaurav has
5: set. I, I already mentioned it at the start of the show. There's only one way I'm thinking of this. It's me against Gaurav and all he has is body line. <laughs> I got 0 out of 5 as well, just like Hemant on that part of the <laughs> quiz. So, yeah.
0: Okay, but now you have selected a subject that you're comfortable with, which is the Indian Premier League. Gaurav Sundaraman, that's one of your favorite subjects as well. So, take it away. Yeah, obviously it doesn't have
1: uh, such a big history as Indian test cricket in 50 years. So, Uh, and there's not too much of trivia as well in uh, the history of the IPL. So let's see how uh, Varun does. I think uh, uh, he would do pretty well uh, because it's a more test of his memory of watching. So Varun, uh, let's get going. Let's get cracking your first question. Simple one to get you off the mark. Which edition saw the home team win the IPL at their home venue? Which edition? Yeah. As in, tell me the year is enough.
5: Yeah, yeah. Um, Was it... 2013, Mumbai?
1: No, I, th- I don't know if you really went past each and every year. It's pretty straightforward there. Hemat, de- uh, do you know what the answer is?
4: I've been taking guesses, so I will take one more. What if it's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say 2019, Mumbai Indians.
1: No, oh. unfortunately, both are wrong. It is pretty... Uh, one of the easier ones I thought, it's Chennai, 2011. Uh-huh. All the game they beat RCB. So I thought this was very easy for Varun because uh, this was RCB in the finals uh, and a pretty famous game it was. So, your second question who holds the record for the highest individual score chasing in the history of the IPL? I'll uh, give you a clue if you want. Sure. It's pre 2013.
5: Okay. Is it Kevin Peterson?
1: No. If I tell you the answer, you might really regret. It's very famous Paul Valtati. Oh. <laughs> He's very famous only for this uh, in the history of the IPL. Yeah. His, his record still holds. <laughs> Never mind. We will go to the next question. The first ever super over in IPL history took place between Rajasthan and Kolkata in 2009. Who
5: bowled the super over for Rajasthan?
0: Kamran Khan.
1: Perfect, you're off the mark. Finally, that's a good start. Ooh.
0: Thank oh. I'm relieved, yeah. It's eight questions in.
1: Warren's <laughs> <laughs> well, off the mark. Uh, can he get the two-star questions too? In one of the most memorable moments in IPL history, we all saw Adam Gilchrist uh, take the ball and dismiss Harbhajan Singh in the only ball he bowled in his IPL career. All of us remember that incident very well. When Gilchrist bowled who kept? Oh.
5: <laughs> Man, I just watched this two weeks ago. Oh.
1: <laughs> we were also focused on uh, Gilchrist and Halbajan that we uh, yeah. even thought who was possibly the uh, wicket keeper at that time. That's what I want you to tell me.
5: Man, I just watched this and I have no clue. <laughs> was it Rohit?
1: This was for uh, Kingslam and Punjab. Uh, oh. Play oh no. So, your guess oh. is also not logical. The answer <laughs> is actually, interestingly, Praveen Kumar.
5: <laughs> okay, see, I would have never got that anyway.
1: <laughs> anyway, your last star question. This looks like it's a low-scoring thriller. Only two captains have never lost an IPL match. Okay? They've
5: never lost an IPL match. Who are they? Does this also include people who captain just like one match? Yeah. In fact, both are those who have kept captain one
1: match and one that
5: That's the clue. To mm. get
1: half, also, I'll give you 0.5. I'm
5: going with Suresh Raina for one.
1: Okay, interesting guess. He's uh, captain more than he's captain a lot of times when Dhoni's not there and lost a few matches as well. Oh, Raina okay. is wrong. What's the other guess?
5: James Hopes.
1: It's a long shout there. It's unfortunately <laughs> wrong. It's much more closer to. What you think, one is Kaidan Pollard, who captained last year for Mumbai Indians, just one uh-huh. game and won that match. And the other one is uh, Ross Taylor. Ah. Tough sets, it looks like here, but it's going down to the wire. It's good to have low-scoring thrillers also in a podcast. Quiz.
0: No, it is. It is. It is. It is fun. It makes us or the, the, the guys on the cricket Info Desk seem human as opposed to some of the answers that we get. Uh, so, yeah, well, well done Hemant and Varun for that, for bringing us all down to an average standard. <laughs> but but if, if, if there's one thing that has happened during the course of Varun's answers, it's the colour has come back into Hemant's face. He now he now looks like he can actually win this. So, he's like, yeah, man, I, I do have a shot in the general knowledge round. But Hemant, for the time being, I'm going to have to ask you to leave the call for for a few minutes while, takes, while Varun takes his general knowledge questions. Okay, Varun, you have a one point out of five in the subject that you chose, which was the Indian Premier League. Now you get five general knowledge questions set to you by GStats. Probably sounds a little intimidating now, but stick to your guns and maybe you can get a good score. Remember, five out of five here and you win. Yeah, five out of five.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Varun, your first question, simple one. What is the name of the trophy that South Africa and England compete their test series for? Just give me the name of the trophy.
5: I am completely blanking on this.
1: There's a big history towards this uh, naming of this trophy also, if that helps.
5: Hmm. Uh... Kartik, do you know
6: that?
0: Yeah, yeah. I this one is uh, Varun. Can I take it? If, are you going to take a guess? Why don't you take a guess? <laughs> <laughs> this is a random guess. Maybe uh,
5: it'll history. You say uh, Basil Dialogue Trophy.
1: Oh, brilliant. That's correct, a Good one. That's a good guess. So it was good. I did answer, right, Varun? Yeah. How, how how did you crack that?
5: I had a vague connection of his uh, English and South African roots, and I just went for it, man, honestly. I don't know the history. Good stuff. Let me be honest. Okay. <laughs> uh, excellent. You're off, the, you're off the mark
1: in this round. I think now it's only going to get better. So your next question. There are two spinners who have taken hat-tricks in World Cups. History of ODI World Cups, there are only two spinners who have taken hat-tricks. Just name both. If you give me one, I'll give you 0.5. Uh, there are not many uh, hat-tricks, actually. There were, I think, close to about maybe 11 hat-tricks in the history of World Cup. Out of which there are just two spinners who have taken hat-tricks.
5: This is the ODI World Cup? Yeah. And just spinners, right? Yeah,
1: just spinners. I'm sure the names you keep recalling are fast bowlers because the spinners yeah. are all... Uh, uh, it's a pretty rare uh, Akesha, uh, rare occurrence. Yeah. I can give you a clue, but I will be giving the same clue to Hemant also. So, it's up to you whether you want to keep your lead or you want to play it strategically. That's up
5: to you. <laughs> uh, I'll take the clue. Okay. Uh, one
1: was in 2015. The other was in
5: 1999. Okay. Uh, ninety-nine.
1: Saklayan Mustak? Brilliant. 0. 0.5 there. Oh,
5: okay. 2015? <laughs> Wow, I don't even remember the spinners in 2015. Uh, Rangana Herat? No, it's actually the only World Cup hat-trick in a
1: knockout. So this was JP Dumini, who surprisingly took a hat-trick against Sri Lanka, which nobody remembers.
5: (laughs) Yeah, you got me there. I don't remember that at all.
1: There are only two women who scored double centuries. One is in ODI cricket. One is Belinda Clark. Who was the other? Elise Perry. No, you jumped the gun there. She scored in test cricket. Oh, you this wanted
5: to go- Yes. Oh, I don't know anyway. So, <laughs> we <can> okay. Go.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. So, the answer, this happened actually two years back. And this was Amelie Kerr. She scored 232 oh, and nice. she took five wickets. Uh, the next winner uh, was
5: promoted. Yeah. yeah. Two
1: of your star questions. Um, I'm hoping you get one of these. Uh, the first one is the ANZ Stadium. Okay. The ANZ Stadium played host to a T20 franchise from 2011 to 2014. Which team played their home matches at the ANZ Stadium? After 2014, they moved to a different ground. So, all you need to tell me is the franchise and there are clues based on obviously the name of the stadium. So, think Uh, and go for it.
5: ANZ Stadium.
1: Uh. Played host to a franchise from 2011 to 14. After 14, now they play in a different ground, but they moved. So you just have to tell me which franchise played their home matches.
5: I think I'll have to go with one of the Sydney franchises if it's ANZ. Thunder? Sydney yes. Thunder?
1: Well, oh, wow, good, good stuff. All your guesses today are uh, <laughs> going the right way. Looks like you're on your way to the next round. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> Complete Sydney, tun- Sydney <laughs> Thunder it is. It's a logical. You Obviously, you come you come down to the eight BBL teams and out of which you know that six have their uh, the traditional yeah. test ground. So, it's not that hard if you actually figure out which league it is. Good mm. stuff. Final star question. Who holds the record for the highest individual score in Anji Trophy?
5: Highest individual score? Yeah. Oh.
1: Famous trivia, uh, we all know about him only for this. Uh, he's not really, does not come across in normal cricketing um, uh, discussions. Mm. Uh, but if you followed your Ranji Trophy and anytime asked for some stats when you've covered some <laughs> triple century or something, this might have come up.
5: Mm. I'm just blanking on this. Is it uh, Sanjay Manjrekar?
1: Oh, that's a great guess. It's not like you've guessed something, Arbit. He's the second highest, <laughs> if I remember right. Uh, uh,
5: 377.
1: There's everything. only one person who scored 400. Uh, his name is B.B. Nimbalkan.
5: Oh, right. Have you heard of the name? Yeah, 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 yeah. I have.
1: <laughs> Very famous. He's the only uh, person to score uh, 400 in innings in uh, Ranji Trophy. But good uh, good round, Varun. You made up a lot of ground
5: in this. Good stuff. Yes, thank you, Saklan and Sydney Thunder.
0: <laughs> okay, so well done, Varun. Uh, Varun has scored, scored 2.5 in this round, so that gives him a total score of 3.5. Okay, so let's see how Hemant gets on. Hemant, are you back? Yeah, yeah, I'm back. Yeah. So, how many did Varun get? Varun scored 2.5 in his general knowledge round, which gives uh-huh. him a total score of 3.5 with one star question, correct? Wow. So, for you to get through into round two of Pike IQ, you need to score four. Okay, have that as your target. You need to score four. We'll see how you get on. G Stats, give him on his five general knowledge questions. Your
1: first question. Only two spinners have taken hat-tricks in ODI World Cups. Just
4: name the two spinners. Okay, one is Saklain Mushtaq. Brilliant. We're talking about men's ODI World Cup. Men's ODI World Cup.
1: Uh, Just to let you know, I did give uh, Varun a clue. Uh, If you want a clue, I can still give you. you got Saklain. Saklain is absolutely right. I can give you one more clue if you want it. Yes, yes. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) The the one you're missing happened in the 2015 edition.
4: JP Domini.
1: Brilliant. Uh, Hemant, you're off the mark. Uh, Good stuff. Did you know it without the clue or the clue helped?
4: The clue helped. I was thinking, okay, no, no one got in 2007 or 2011, but yeah, clue definitely I asked, helped.
1: I, I, I asked Varun before he takes the clue, do you want the clue strategically? You don't need to take the clue so that Heyman does not get the clue, but he went for the clue and got it wrong. <laughs> so uh, he's actually gifted you 0.5 points there. So well done, you're off the mark. Your next question is again a very simple straightforward question. What is the name of the test trophy that South Africa and England compete
4: for? Is it Basil di Oliveira? Perfect.
1: Trophy. Uh, uh, that's two on two there. Uh, looks like uh, Hemans, uh, giving a good comeback here. Again, uh, third question. This should be another sitter for you, someone who covers women's cricket. Only two women have scored double centuries in ODI cricket. One is Belinda Clark, who is the other? Amelia. Brilliant. Three on three there. Wow. He
0: just,
1: he just needs one more to clinch and go to the uh, next round. The ANZ Stadium, okay, the ANZ Stadium played host to a T20 franchise from 2011 to 2014. They moved out of their stadium to a different stadium now. So, which team played their home matches at the ANZ Stadium?
4: No, uh, no idea, Uh, Perth scorchers, I don't know, just a random guess.
1: No, but you've got the league, right? Perth obviously plays at the WACA, so your logical guess would have been one of the uh, twin uh, Sydney or Melbourne teams, ideally. So the Australia New Zealand Stadium it's called, and this was also known as the Sydney Olympic Park, uh, which is where the Sydney Thunder play. So, you've got three on four. You need one to win. If you don't get this, uh, Barun wins. But I'm fairly sure this is very straightforward to you knowing that you cover uh, uh, Indian domestic cricket. I would be very surprised if you missed this. Hemant, last question. Simple one. Who holds the record for the highest individual score in Ranji Trophy history?
4: Okay, I know a guy but I'm not sure if that was a Ranji game. Go. <laughs>
1: Think about it. Go for it.
4: Uh, I will say B.B. Nimbalkar. Oh! <laughs>
5: Karthik, do you want to do the honors? Oh man, Hey, hey Basar, he you man.
1: are a
4: winner! Oh wow! <laughs> Come back! What a chase! Just like Virat Kohli. Oh, that was super. Balm that was has superb. done an
5: RCB. <laughs> oh man, I have just gifted this. I have gifted this. this.
1: <laughs> Balm has done an RCB there.
5: Oh, man.
1: So, Hemant, a little bit of preparation in the first round. I'm sure you can do a lot better.
4: I will change my topic.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think everyone will will be choosing a different topic. And, listener, I can guarantee you, Hemant is not choosing India's Test cricket in the last 50 years. (laughs) Like, for any quiz that he goes to. But, well done, Hemant. It was an outstanding comeback after uh, scoring 0 in your opening round. You have come back with 4 out of 5, which is... One of the best general knowledge rounds that we have seen so far on Stump Pike IQ. Varun, commiserations, you tried every trick in the book. You tried some excellent guesswork. You, you used some logical thinking, but you felt just shocked. It's been a lot of fun to have you on Stump Pike IQ. Hemant, congratulations once again. You will enter round two. So, on this matchup of Stump Mike IQ, we have gotten T20 Cricket's biggest fan. Scrap the internationals, he said, bring in the leagues. Out here for the fast runs and the high scores is
2: Devarayan Mutu!
6: Hi, Kartik, it's good to be here. Probably hyping it up a bit too much. I'm at least scared of the Christmas game. Probably throwing a few tough questions and. Yeah, so, and also it's a WWE-style kind of
0: entrance. So again, you're one of those we've had, and we've had a few of those who come in with self-doubt, and uh, then go on to probably ace the quiz. But know for a fact that your opponent is opponent is onto your act because well, he counts for a living. He doesn't count cards or tricks, but runs and scores. A number never gets past him because in what he does, every run counts. This is our scorer, Venkat Raga!
7: It's good to be with Deva, man. I mean, even if I lose this, it will be okay. I mean, I won't mind if I lose. (laughs) But, yeah, it will be a good fight. We also have with us Quizmaster Gaurav Sundaraman. It's going to be a close
1: contest and both have chosen... uh, wonderful topics at uh, Chennai, uh, Super Kings, and uh, Mark War. Very, very interesting topic. Both are very, very close to my heart, being an Aussie fan and uh, a CSK fan. So, uh, there could be some bouncers or there could be some easy
0: uh, full-toss half-wallies. So, let's see. So, Deva, let me guess. You've gone with Mark War, right?
6: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's a sledge something like badly seen Mark Waugh that like, live as such. <laughs>
0: Awesome. So Deva has obviously gone with Chennai Super Kings as his specialist subject. Raghav, on the other hand, he's gone with Mark Waugh. It's intriguing, Raghav, because you're the first person on Stump Mike IQ so far who has chosen a single player as as their specialist subject.
7: I was asked to choose one subject, so I mean, I thought, okay, fine. Mark Waugh is my favorite player, so or the reason why I. Read, reason why I saw cricket, reason why I read cricket, reason why I wanted to know more about cricket. So I chose him. Not that I'm an expert on Markov, but yeah.
0: Excellent. So we'll see how you get along. You guys know the drill. We're doing this alphabetically. So Deva, you're going to go first. You're going to get five questions on the Chennai Super Kings from Gaurav Sundaraman.
1: So yeah, uh, great. CSK is a great uh, topic to ask uh, questions from. Uh, It was not too hard to set the questions because a lot of uh, uh, trivia and a lot of stuff about CSK uh, is well known. So uh, let's get going, Deva. Pretty straightforward. Take your time. So your first question, at what position did CSK finish at the end of the league stage in the first ever IPL uh, in 2008? So at the end of the league stage, what position did CSK finish? I
6: can't nail down the answer 100%. So I'm just probably going to to work it out and give a guess. I mean, I'm just going with number two. I'm not really sure about it. Uh,
1: It's actually third place. So if you remember uh, that uh, the first edition, you had one playing four and two playing three in the semis. Uh, Actually, Kingslam and Punjab finished uh, second in that uh, season. Your second question. So there have been six six Centurions for CSK. Murali Vijay is one. Shane Watson is one, Michael Hussey is one, Suresh Raina is one, and Brendan McCullum is the other. Who is the sixth? Vijay, Shane Watson, Michael Hussey, Suresh Raina, and Brendan McCallum. There's just been one more player who has scored a century for oh, CSK. Being a hardcore CSK fan, this should be up your alley. Is it brains, Swift?
6: No, no, no. Not brains, Swift. Uh-huh, <laughs> no, no, no. It's Dwayne <laughs> which is wrong again, sir.
1: Okay, sorry, Deva. You took your time, but it's very, very, very recent century. And actually, this is Ambati Raidu. You should get off the mark with this. CSK have had multiple home grounds. If Chennai and Pune were two of them, which was the other? Perfect, simple one. That gets you off the mark. Now for your first of your star questions. This player is the only player not to win the Man of the Match Award for CSK in spite of scoring a century in that match. I want you to tell me who Was that person who scored the century for 0.5 and who won the man of the match in that game for 0.5? This I, think the,
6: I think the guy who scored the century was Mike Hussey. Okay, the guy and who I won guess. the man of the match, I think, uh, is Pavan Negi?
1: Okay, uh, I'll give you 0.5 for you. Actually, found the harder one, it is Pavan Negi, and uh, but the batsman who scored a century was Suresh Raina, not Michael Hussey. There are two bowlers who have bowled a super over against CSK. So CSK have been involved in two super overs. One was a... one. one second. One is Rusty Teron. Who is the other? So the two bowlers who have bowled super over against CSK. One is Rusty Teron. Who is the other? The
6: other guy must be somebody from Victoria.
1: Perfect. James Hopes. Sorry, he plays for Queensland here. Uh, if I remember, it's
0: actually uh, Clint McKay. Okay, so Deva has scored 1.5 in his uh, specialist subject with a 0.5 star. Raghav, are you confident of beating that score?
7: Let's see. I mean, uh, going by the questions that Goro has put across Deva for CSK, let's see. I think, if not better, I should at least hope to equal Deva.
0: Your job now is to make one of the most stylish players the world has ever seen. Proud. Five questions on Mark War. To Raghav from Gaurav. So let's start, Raghav. First question.
1: Yeah. What is common to the two Ducks that Markwa scored in the history of the ODI World Cup? Both were in the first over. But apart from that, there's one more similarity. What is that?
7: I think it must be the team against whom he has scored those Ducks. So, uh, I think I'll go with... West Indies as the answer for the question.
1: You should have thought little bit more. So basically, Markwa has two ducks in ODI World Cup. Both came in the World Cup semi-final. One in okay. 1996 against West Indies, and one in uh, 1999 against South Africa. The next question: This should be easy for you. Which county did Markwa represent? Essex. Perfect. That gets you uh, off the mark. Only once has Markwa been not out after scoring a century, and in ODIs, this is and the match that Australia lost. Who was the opposition? So Mark scored one century in a losing cause in ODI. and who was the opposition? So whenever he scores a century, Australia win. But there's only been one instance when he scored a century and Australia still lost.
7: Who was the opposition? Okay, I think I'll go with. Uh, I think I'll go with a wild guess. Uh, I think it's Sri Lanka. You should have gone for
1: their neighbor. It's Pakistan. It's actually Pakistan who uh, is the only instance when Markwa scored a century and uh, they lost the game. Okay. So moving on to your uh, tougher questions, uh, who dismissed Markwa in his final first-class innings?
7: Was it run out?
1: No, uh, he's not an adult. There's a bowler's name I'm looking for. Mm.
7: Okay, Darren Lehman.
1: No, it's not Darren Lehman. It's actually Andy Bickel.
7: Okay, Queensland.
1: Okay, so your last uh, of your tough questions. So uh, Steve, uh, Marco has shared the most partnership in tests, partnership runs in tests with his brother Steve, which is a pretty familiar uh, fact. Everybody knows that. Who who comes second in this list? So who has he shared uh, the runs, the most number of runs? Uh, Obviously, an Australian. But which batsman has he played the most? Or you can think in that aspect, and try to guess. In Test cricket, who has he shared
7: the most partnership runs after Steve? Considering the way was career played out, it's between two people, I feel. But I might be wrong. Okay, I'll go with David Boone.
1: That's a brilliant answer, Raga. Brilliant, great answering. I don't know what. Who was your two options between Boone and
7: Boone and Ponting? But uh, Ponting
1: came in when uh, Boone retired. So perfect. So that's a very logical guess because War bats at four. You usually expect a number three to be that person. Great thinking, great answering, Raga. That gives you a star and uh, uh, extra point.
0: So you finish at two with a star. So, Raghav has uh, 2 out of 5 and Teva has 1.5. At this stage, Teva, I'm going to have to ask you to leave the call. Okay, so Raghav is here and G Stats has his general knowledge questions handy.
1: You need a, a, a pretty good score here because the gap is not much between the two of you. So, let's see how uh, you crack the uh, general cricket questions. So, your first question is, who scored the most runs for England in the 2019 World Cup?
7: Jason Roy. Uh,
1: to be honest, when I said this question, I also thought it was it will be one of these guys who scored those big hundreds, but it's actually Joe Root who has been pretty consistent in scoring those uh, runs, so I thought it would be um, uh, an interesting trivia. It is uh, not Jason Roy, it is Joe Root. Your next question, this should be easy for you. Which was the first team to win a men's ODI World Cup chasing?
7: first team to win the world cup chasing yeah sri lanka in 1996
1: perfect that's a simple uh, simple one which you got i give you one point for that next one This is a famous trivia uh, if, you, if you read your quizzes even in cricket info you should be able to get this who was the only player to be part of the 11 for england in lara's 375 and lara's 400 Famous trivia, he's the only guy to have played in 1994 and in 2004. So, an English player who could have, who would have likely played in both these matches 94 grand and 4. 2004. Brilliant, Raghav. You're answering some cracking ones here. It is grand third. Uh, that gets you two now for your two uh, tough questions. Who won the purple Cap in the 2010 IPL?
7: Chennai won that IPL, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Can I go with some random guess?
1: Please do. You seem to be doing uh, pretty well. so. R.P. Singh. He won in 2009. It's a great guess. He won in 2009, Raja, but it's not in 2010. 2010 Oja? Was his... Yeah, it is Oja. Sorry. man. It is Oja. It was the fact that I, you got the team right is uh, pretty amazing. Uh, I thought this was a slightly tricky one. Not no, many people uh, will remember I, Oja.
7: No, I remember these two people won. So when you say when you say that there are a few googlies and bounces, I thought okay, but then okay, fine, I'm okay with it. Huh. Yeah.
1: So the last of your uh, tough questions, but yeah, let's see again history of Test cricket. In the history of test cricket, who holds the record for taking the most wickets in an inning to be on the losing side? I don't need a spell, nothing. I just need the name of the player. Which player holds the record for the most wickets in a single inning to finish on a losing side? Uh, Let me give you a clue, Raga, which I will give for Deva. Do you want a clue first? uh, because uh, you're in the lead, I'm just asking you. You can strategically say no clue if you uh, feel that you See, don't want Deva. See, I
7: basically, this. I basically know that it's nine wickets, man. Okay. So uh, that
1: was the clue I, I, mean, I wanted it might, to give. So it's okay.
7: Yeah, in my mind, I'm skipping between uh, Kapil Dev and Keshav Maharaj. I don't know if it's fair to ask. So let's say that uh, between nine for eighty-three and nine for hundred odd, uh, will nine for eighty-three win or nine for hundred win? Well, you you need not answer that. I'm just. Yeah,
1: I, I can't answer that. I seem to know okay, quite fine. a lot more than uh, I have purely gone by the first answer which comes in Stats Guru.
7: So. Because growing up my favourite was Kapil Dev. I wouldn't want him to be on the losing side. I'll go for Keshav Maharaj. I'm so sorry. It is
1: Kapil Dev. It is 9 for 83 against West Indies at Amarabad. You knew so much. And the logical thing would be to go for the one who's considered the lesser number of runs, right? Because that is a much better spell than a 9 for uh, uh, 100 with Keshav Maharaj. Yeah. So. Yeah, you came till the last. The logical thing would have gone for couple days. You suddenly invoke some emotion and fandom in you to give the <laughs> wrong answer. But never mind, uh, Raghav. You've given some superb answers. I think you got two if I uh, two out of uh, five. It could have easily been even four, considering the fact that you knew quite a bit of Oja and couple Dev. Well done. That puts you with a score of four. Uh, and uh, yeah, let's take it uh, to Deva and see what
0: he can do. Okay, so that was one of the better rounds of quizzing that we've seen in Stump Mike IQ. Deva, you should know that Raghav managed to score two out of his five general knowledge questions. But when you go back and listen to the recording, you will hear that it's one of those high-performance twos that you get, man. Some of the stuff that he came up with during those those answers was superb. That is not to put pressure on you. Although, yeah, I'm guessing you're feeling a little pressure now because Raghav has a total score of four out of ten, which means that you will need to get a minimum of what is it three? Yeah, you need to get three, and then you go into round two of stump bike IQ.
1: Who scored the most runs for England in the 2019 World Cup? Johnny Basto. Good guess. Uh, you also went for the uh, other opener. Your second highest actually, Johnny Basto. The leading run-getter, Joe Root, with 556 runs. Which was first team to win a men's World Cup final chasing?
6: I I don't know the answer, so I'll just go with a random Australia 87.
1: Sorry, Sri Lanka 96, Australia 92, the team batting first one. Now you need three on three to get to the next round. So let's see. This is a famous trivia. Again, if you read it, you can crack it. Otherwise, it's a slightly tough one. Who was the only player to be part of the playing 11 for England in both Lara's 375 and Lara's 400? Spinner's name?
6: What is that spinner's name? Uh,
1: Batty. Gareth Batty. Kind of confusing your trivia's a little bit. Uh, I can't give that to you. Gareth Batty was the one whom Lara scored a, a, the boundary to get to his 400, not uh, 375. Gareth Batty was must have been too young in 1994. Uh, sorry, Deva. It's actually Graham Thorpe who was part of uh, both the matches. First of your star questions Who won the purple cap in the 2010 IPL? Mohit Sharma. The answer is Pragya Noja from uh, Beckham Chargers. In your last question, this is slightly on the tougher side. In the history of Test cricket, who holds the record for the most wickets in an innings but to finish on the losing side?
0: Is it Kapil Dave? Okay, so that was while it was neck and neck after their specialist subject rounds. Uh, that was a tough, tough general knowledge round for uh, Deva as Venkert wins wins uh, this uh, round one clash of uh, Stump Mike IQ with an elite performance, one that Mark War would be proud of. So well done, Raghav. You are through to round two of uh, Stump Mike IQ. Deva, commiserations.
6: No worries. Like I'm glad at least I got one or two right or 1.5 right to be more precise. So,
0: <laughs> Raghav, okay. we'll see you in the next round. <laughs> Very soon on Stump Night IQ. Sure. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Stump Night IQ. See you next time for more quizzing content. Until then, stay safe.